everybody. Nope. You're Hannah. And I'm Kylie. <laughs> and this is Back Up for Grabs. See, I don't even need to do my spiel. You just <laughs> handle it. We have come to the final episode of a very long and drawn out season. Season. And episode. Which is funny because... Oh, the episode. 2.15. Oh, yeah. Sorry. The um, most deserving. Mm-hmm. And resume. We could just rerun <laughs> the entire intro, but I feel like it's more organic to just leave it. <laughs> and I feel like it speaks to how we feel after watching this finale episode. Because it took forever. It did. And I think, I mean, overall, this really hasn't been a bad season. We no, I actually much really like it. Cast. Yeah. It's pretty good. I feel they like had... that's surprising, to enjoy the cast for the most part. Yeah, and we had people we liked throughout the whole thing. Like, people we mm-hmm. liked that got voted out early, people we liked who stayed the whole time. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it's felt for the last few episodes like a major drag is kind of a bummer, because it's, I don't think that's representative of what the whole season's been like but it's what you know the last few days have been like i agree and i mean this is the only season ever that went 42 days and so i think they probably received maybe similar feedback from the audience watching it the first time of this is taking forever tighten it up towards the end because this final episode didn't need to be an hour and a half no i don't even think it needed to be its own episode honestly (laughs) Because let's get into it. So we had a bunch of oh, yeah. dead we, time, basically. Do we do a 15-second recap? Well, I guess we could. It'll basically be our entire podcast. I don't know but... why we're both doing this as if we've, like, literally never done an episode before. But We, we also just... haven't recorded in a while. It's, so. been, it's been, like, a month. Yeah. Right? Because we, we put in work before... Yeah. So I went on a road trip for two weeks through... Arizona, Colorado, Utah, and then the week after that, <laughs> I went out of town for the 4th of July, and then we didn't get together last week because it was just a lot, we didn't and need we didn't to. need to, and so here we are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, so 15 second recap. We're just, we're really getting ready for season three, and we might be revamping, that's what it is, that's where Obviously. we're going with the, yes, yeah, for sure. Whole format's gonna be different. We won't even talk about survival. <laughs> okay, 15 second recap for episode 15, the most deserving. Go. Random camp life, weird tree mail torch stuff, torch walk, then some tribal council. Um, Colby wins, he's the only one to vote. Keith goes home, and then basically the jury again, and they ask questions, and Colby does not win. I like how the significant thing is that Colby did not win, not that Tina did. I think it also was me almost saying that Colby won because that's what should have happened in my head. And, and that's so what's then been I had happening to happening at every other recap we've done all season. Yes, and so then I had to correct myself. All right, ready? Yeah. Go. Okay, we have a um, immunity challenge, which is just tribe mate trivia and Keith. Nope, Colby wins and votes Keith out, and then we get to a lot of things, and then there's a jury, and then Tina wins. That is accurate. It was not my most succinct recap. But it occurred. Um, but it was kind of meandery and rambly, which is what I feel was really... The episode. Yes. Okay. So yes, going back to the beginning of this episode, just a bunch of them kind of sulking, saying, this is going to be the last night for one of us. 
They're also, like, really all emphasizing the, like, oh, we're so close and we're friends and this will be so hard when it's, like, literally two episodes ago, Colby wanted to, like, punch Keith's teeth out. So, and Colby identified Keith as someone he would not give a million dollars to. Yeah, it just feels all a little disingenuous. Right. But then they get some tree mail and they are instructed to carve and decorate an idol that they will then sacrifice to the outback. We have both of our pets here again today. Guest appearances will be made. <laughs> Probably loudly and frequently. <laughs> um, yeah, so the idols themselves, there's a lot of... <laughs> Captain! <laughs> Mama's doing something. Let's not do that one, bud. <laughs> There's a lot of footage focusing on the idol crafting, um, which didn't need to take place. Was superfluous at best. <laughs> I en- What I was going to say is I actually really do enjoy when they do the walking of the torches mm-hmm. and have to kind of revisit each person that they voted out. However, <laughs> I like when they say I things. Sense a butt yes, coming. I like when they say things about them. Okay. This was just a walk, and kind of us talking to ourselves. We narrated our own torch walk. We did, and some people were not mentioned by name. Um, some were in a derogatory fashion. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but then I didn't need. Some were mentioned by the wrong name. Also true. <laughs> It's, so it's sorry. a good time, I think, for the final three to reflect, but also for the audience to reflect on, like, what did we actually watch this season? Right. Especially, it's been cool for us on our rewatch to be able to not binge it, but to watch a few episodes at a time and, like, I don't know, it does feel like it's been, what, three, four months that we've been on? This season. This season. And so, yeah, like, you guys remember how obsessed we were with Kel? Like, we hadn't even talked about him in, like, a month. And then I was now re-obsessed with Kel, seeing him on this little montage. And Jeff, sweet Jeff, didn't even make it to the freaking jury. Like... I know, that still boggles my mind. But yeah, so they do, they get to the top of the waterfall again, basically, and Jeff's like, okay, now go reflect on your own and throw your idol into the river. Which seems like, the heck did we decorate it for? (laughs) But I mean, it seems like they all found it very, like, soothing. Like, it was, like, their final send-off, basically, for themselves, too, Mm -hmm. to reflect on their time there. Because those three seemed very sentimental about their time in the Outback. Yes, more so than anyone else really seemed. I mean, and maybe, like, they would be if they were there longer given a camera crew and asked to reflect Mm. but yeah tina specifically i think is super like sentimental and kind of like nostalgic about the whole thing and Mm -hmm. she even says like i don't want to go back i don't want to leave and i don't think colby and keith share that necessarily i don't think so i don't think i would i think i'd be like yeah i'm ready to leave let's go like maybe that final moment of walking away from camp would be like Aww, but you yeah. still have a whole other person to vote out. Right. And it's six weeks you've been there. Like, that's a long time. But then after all that, they go to their first tribal council of the episode. Um, and their first, or their last, immunity challenge. Right. It all takes place in front of the jury. Um, and it's one of Hannah's favorite challenges. It's tribe mate trivia! <laughs> 
Um, this is historically always my favorite challenge because I think it's really fun to see who learned what. And I think it's more telling of a person's social game than really any footage that we see. Because obviously the camera crew is not going to be able to air every single interaction that happens over the span of, you know, three or four days in a one hour long episode, Mm -hmm. which is really like 40 minutes with commercials. Well, and it's one thing to be engaging in the moment, like socially, but then it's one thing to actually remember and take it with you at a later point, which this challenge tests. Yeah, and I think strategic gameplay, like you said, socially is one thing, and that's more of what we see because it's more of what's relevant. Mm -hmm. But all of this irrelevant stuff that you learn when you're laying around before you go to bed or campfire or you're, you know, laying on the beach because there's nothing else to freaking do on Playing backgammon. Exactly. That's the kind of things that you learn. And I was honestly surprised that Colby did win this challenge. I thought it would be Tina. I also... And she was close. Yes. I also did think it would be Tina. And I think it just puts more points in Colby's book for me, which he already has enough of. So. (laughs) Yeah. Our whole kind of personal social experiment this episode was to see if there was something that convinced us that Tina should be the winner in this final episode. Right. And I either thought I would be wrong or pleasantly surprised because she would have convinced me. And let me just say I'm not wrong. (laughs) Kylie was not convinced. I, I see why people voted for her. I still would not have. I think her versus Colby is a different question than Tina just as a player. Because I think if it would have been like Tina versus Keith or Tina versus Amber or something like that, she would have been the clear winner because she has done some things that merit it. I just don't think she convinced me that she deserved it more than Colby. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> You're like, that's nice. I well, hate cause, it. No, cause, <laughs> I mean, and we'll get, we'll get there when we get to the, the oh, final yeah, tribal. Sorry. I jumped. It's okay. But, yeah, so... Colby wins, votes mm-hmm. out Keith, because Tina and <clears throat> Keith can't vote. Yeah. And you kind of get his thought process behind doing that after the fact. So the next day, they're kind of sitting around talking about what happened. And there's, like, a surprising amount of kind of, like, not trash talk legitimately, but they're kind of like, yeah, Keith doesn't really deserve to be here. We, like, really let him ride our coattails, all this. When and they were like, talking about how they wish they could have found a way to take Roger... Like, instead of voting out Roger, voting out Keith in that tribal. Mm-hmm. But they didn't because of, you know, numbers. Because of reasons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and because I think they knew Roger's first loyalty was to Elizabeth, mm-hmm. and Keith had no one else. Mm-hmm. Which, Even though Keith and Colby weren't that tight after yeah. their blowout. Very true. Um, and so, yeah, it wasn't really trash talk, but I did think it was strange that they were dwelling on it when it's like, he's, he's gone. Like, well, and then they didn't even mention... Like, any of that later in the final tribal of, like, any regrets, anything you wish you could have done differently. And they're like, no. I'm very confident in what I did. I feel guilty, but I don't regret anything. Right. Okay. So, essentially, Colby says that he thinks that he would have won for sure against Keith, and I agree with that. 100%. And he said that Keith would have been the, what did he say? He said, if I had been more selfish, I would have taken Keith. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's kind of saying that his friendship with Tina, he felt afforded Tina the chance to plead her case, Mm -hmm. but that Tina has a much better shot of beating him than Keith did, which turned out to be true. 
Um, but him taking Tina wasn't so much strategy as it was friendship. Well, and we've kind of had had this dichotomy with Colby the last couple episodes too of who he wanted to vote out. Either a uh, like a weak person or someone he thinks is deserving. Because mm-hmm. um, he's had that for the past couple vote outs. And I think I said that it would come back to haunt him again in the final vote. Which it did. And so he he picked the person he thought deserved it, I think. Because mm-hmm. we know he doesn't think Keith does. <laughs> Yeah, he said as much. And that's not the first time that he's insinuated what he, like, explicitly said about right. Keith this episode. So, it's Colby and Tina. Yep. And we kind of get some reflections, blah, blah, blah. Um, a lot more camp life. They burn everything down. Mm-hmm. I did like that they made a cute little pack of, like, whoever wins gets to keep the tribe flag. I thought that was a cute little moment between them yeah they're they're a pretty wholesome duo like i don't think that they would probably continue to be besties besties outside of this (laughs) or anything but their dynamic i like a lot yeah and it's like we said we like the cast Mm -hmm. yeah there's not i don't dislike tina do i think she should have won survivor no no but that being said she's not a bad person right (laughs) and i don't even think she's a bad player Mm-hmm. But she's just not a particularly good player. Yeah. So they're walking a tribal, and we get little snippets from each jury member as a little montage. Mm-hmm. Um, Most people are kind of talking about how Tina's always been strategic and how she's, you know, been thinking about how to win since day one. And I get the vibe that I, a lot of the jury just thought of Colby, Colby as a challenge, as beast. a piece of meat. Yeah. Really, and I think to some extent. I could see that. I mean, right. I wish we got more of how that core three alliance started, like between Tina, Colby, and Keith, because like obviously they kind of ran the show after the merge. Mm -hmm. Um, and we did get jury questions about that event, like later on, of like what if that hadn't happened because it was kind of luck at that point for Ogakor. Yeah, I don't think... Tina would not have won if Mike Scoopin hadn't burned his hand. Correct. Correct. I don't think... I think Colby could have had a shot of getting to the end because of how many immunities he won. Mm -hmm. It would have just been him by default, basically. But one of the questions that they are asked in Final Two um, was, who do you think would sit here if you weren't essentially yeah um and not just if you weren't but if that whole situation hadn't happened and so i mean i thought it was going to be elizabeth and roger because elizabeth played the best game on kucha in my opinion Mm um i agree like to the fact that she got to stick around with ogakor for as long as she did Mm -hmm. and so obviously she's not going to betray roger so i thought that would be a good final too yeah and i think no one would see roger as a threat so right he would be an easy keep non-vote. Yeah. You know? But both of them kind of muddied around the question. Like, Tina barely answered it. She just said, oh, I thought I thought Scoopin would get there. But I don't know you all well enough to pick one of you. It's like, what? 
Did you not even attempt to? Like, yeah, like, they that, merged, what, day 20-something? Like, there yeah. was at least three weeks. Right. And you knew who the alliances were because that's how you strategically voted them out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought Colby's answer was a little, he was trying to kiss up to Nick a little bit, and he admitted that. He was like, this might sound like that. Um, yeah. Okay, so you think it would be Elizabeth and Roger? Yes. I think it would be a Kucha pair, so I think either Elizabeth or Roger, or I said Jeff and Alicia. That's a good backup. Um, because, in retrospect, the only reason Jeff got voted for is because they knew that he had one vote. Mm-hmm. And I do think that... And if he wasn't contending with that... Yeah. I don't see him pissing anyone off, right. or... And if it is a pair situation, too, I think, challenge-wise, the stronger pair is Alicia and Jeff. Yes. Unless Elizabeth pulls it out and then just carries Roger, basically. She's... I would guess that Elizabeth's probably about as good at puzzles as Jeff is. Mm Mm-hmm. But Alicia would kill all of them in a physical challenge. Yeah. And Jeff's better than... Roger. Roger or Elizabeth. Yeah. So, there's that. (laughs) Um, But that was just a jury question that kind of stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Um, Some of them were kind of weird. Like, you could tell Jerry was just asking what she... She wanted them An to apology. Wobble. Yeah. Which, I mean, and Colby even said he knows he's not going to get her vote, which is accurate. Yeah. I thought, okay, let's talk about their opening statements. <laughs> so... Because we were really analyzing this to see, like, okay, did Colby just mess up? Like, why... Did he say something super offensive? Like, yeah. Did he not plead his case? Which he basically didn't. He he did not have an impressive jury run at all. No. Um, but neither did Tina. That's what I was going to say. I don't think... Like, Colby did not have a good one, but neither did Tina, so it wasn't like... She overcompensated he, or anything. It's not like she looked super great and he just bombed it. Like, right. No, Tina's opening statement was, she was like, oh, I'm not going to give you a reason to vote for me, but don't vote because you're bitter. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I do respect that. Like, I don't like when a jury is just bitter and they're like, well, you don't deserve to win. But I also think that that probably wasn't the jury that needed to hear that. You know what I mean? Like, she there seemed... was just one person that needed to hear that. <laughs> she seemed very focused, though, on... I feel like she thought people were going to vote based on hurt feelings. Because she even said in her closing kind of something similar of, mm-hmm. like... I just hope you vote for who you really think, like, play the better game and, like, don't... But also, why would people be bitter with Tina? I feel like she didn't piss That's anybody off. That's what I off. think is weird. Like, I'm kind of like, what went into that Yeah, what did you do? Process? And then Colby just, he was like, I didn't think I bested Tina at anything. And I was like, Colby, what are you saying? You literally won every single challenge. I think that Colby was trying to work the I'm so... Humble. Full of humility angle, and it's like... I get that to some extent that you don't want to trash the person you're sitting next to. Because you yeah. obviously both worked hard together and to get to that point. people respect both of them. If he were to trash Tina, it would look horrible. Right. However, I think there's still an element of self-advocacy that you need in a jury speech. You need to own your game. And he didn't have it. There's a couple of points when he pointed things out that he did. And did a good job of taking responsibility for them. But overall, I thought the tone was very throwaway mm-hmm. and like, I don't deserve to be here. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's what he was going for. Right. But that's how it came off. And Tina wasn't much better. So I don't think that was like. Yeah, Tina even said, because I think Amber asked, what are like three reasons why you're sitting here right now? Um, and Tina 
mentioned that one of her reasons was Colby. And I was like, yeah, you owe everything to him for sitting here right now, which. Yeah. Was not news to anyone. Right. But it's just like Colby could have owned his physical game, you know? He outplayed everybody in challenges. Yeah. And him, I think it's just hard for a jury when it's like, if you don't even think that you deserve it over the person you're sitting next to, then why am I going to think that you deserve it? Yeah. And he could have played more into his alliance with Keith and Tina even early on when he did like Keith. Because mm-hmm. they made a lot of strategic decisions to vote out who they voted out to get to, you know, being in the majority. Yep. Um, and, I mean, whether or not he thinks that he worked hard, he still worked to be where he is. And it's not easy to win all those challenges. And I think part of it is that, and obviously I've never, like, spoken to Colby, so I can't verify if this is true. But I feel like he thinks that a big reason that he won in the challenges is because he got all the rewards that came with winning challenges. Mm -hmm. And so he might feel like his physical strength wasn't his, like, by his own merit because he kept getting the best food and the best whatever. No, and I can see that. But he, in my opinion, he still earned all of that, you know, and he had huge body mass to come into this. Mm -hmm. And he lost a lot, you know. He had to replenish all that. So he's still suffering just as much as anybody else, if not more. Especially in the first half because he was... The reason that Ogacor almost always won, mm-hmm. but he had to suffer from never quite doing it, you know? Right. Um, and I think, I don't know, there's just a lot of things that he could have pointed out that he didn't. Yeah. There's a lot of things where he could say, like, well, Tina didn't win any immunity, and I... And I, you know I have huge issues with that. Like, yeah. to have a Survivor winner that hasn't won a single thing except for a reward, like, come on. Um... And, I mean, we talked about this a little bit off camera or whatever. Um, how, yes, like, Tina got to the finals without winning anything. But, in my opinion, she didn't have to. And, like, yes, that's partly because she was in a really good alliance. Like, good for her. Mm-hmm. But Colby had to win everything. Otherwise, regardless of his alliance, he would have gone home. Yeah, I still don't know that I'm 100% on board with that. Because I don't think Tina and Keith would have ever voted him out. And they had the majority group pretty early on um there was never a point when like elizabeth and roger were gonna band with like i don't know alicia and barner amber and jerry or whoever was you know what i mean and so i think he was safe in his alliance just as much as tina was i don't know that he needed the immunity but the fact that he won it still counts for something so either way yeah but then you could say that about pretty much anybody that wasn't Colby, who he was against in the final two. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, in my opinion, Colby wins regardless of who he sits next to. For me. I think except Elizabeth. That would be a hard one for me. It would depend how she got there. Because she would have had to win something, I think, in order to get there, which gives her mad respect from me, obviously. She gets clout for that, and I think she would have had a better social game, and I think the fact that she was fighting... Constantly. From the bottom. Yes. Would have said a lot. I agree with that. But I'd need more than what we saw from her, which obviously she would have had to give more in order to get to the end. So. Right. There is a good hypo there. (laughs) But ultimately, in a vote of four to three, Tina is our winner for season two. So we've got... Roger, Amber, and Nick voting for Colby. 
And we've got Keith, Elizabeth, Jerry, and Alicia voting for Tina. What were your thoughts on that layout? Um, I was actually surprised that Elizabeth and Roger didn't vote together. Mm-hmm. Um, Keith, we kind of talked about how we thought he'd probably vote for Tina since Colby voted him off. Maybe. Basically was the reason that he couldn't fi- sit in the final two. Yeah. Um, and then I was kind of, I mean, Elizabeth had a really good bond with Tina, so, like, I wasn't too surprised about that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Roger a lot more that he voted for Colby. I think Roger probably respected Colby's game more since, I think Colby played the more holistic game that Roger probably wanted to see, if I had to guess. Um... I don't know. Amber, I think she just likes Colby better. Um, Yeah, she's also friends with him for longer. Yeah. I think... I'm glad that Jerry didn't ruin that for Colby, though. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. And then Nick. I don't really know how Nick votes. I liked his jury. Like, he seemed very put together in his jury presentation, which I enjoyed. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, Jerry's not voting for Colby, and then... I think that was her being bitter, though. Oh, obviously. And then Alicia. Because there's rewards that Jerry got that were literally because of Colby. Yeah. Their honeymoon. <laughs> so, I mean, ultimately I'm disappointed, as we all know. But Yeah, I... In a dream world, this would have gone differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't begrudge Tina her win. It had to be someone this season. They proved that having a tight alliance from the beginning works. I like that. Okay, yeah. So what, well, I guess we can do that in the next episode. Like, things we can take away that, continuing Mm -hmm. themes from the season. Uh, So, do you have a favorite quote? Um, it's less of a favorite and more just all-encompassing of what basically ended Colby. Um, he said in his opening that he's a jack of all trades and a master of none. And I understand what that quote means, but it also just drives me nuts because he's literally like an all around player, which like he, like jack of all, like he can do it all, but like you don't need to master them all to win Survivor. Like you literally, I don't know. I don't, I have issues. Also, like, you could say that he really did master the physical game because no one else even held a candle to what he was up to. Yeah. So. Colby, you just shot yourself in the foot, okay? Just just a little bit. His not having a closing statement also, I think, was Yeah, he was like, respectfully, I don't have anything else to say. What? Yeah. What? And I think that's the element of self-advocacy that he was missing. And Mm -hmm. I think Tina had some of it. Um, Probably more than he did, which I think is the only reason. Yeah, she did try to fight for herself. And that's the only reason I think that her appearance went a little bit better than his did yeah. at the jury. I just wish the jury took more into consideration than just final tribal. And I hope they did. I think they probably did. Did you pick out a quote? Um, Mine was Tina's pretty much out of the gate. Please don't vote because of how someone hurt your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Which I just thought was funny because it's like, one, I don't think she was the one that needed to say that. Mm-hmm. Two... I think there's so many other bitter juries that need to hear that. Oh, totally. <laughs> and it's like, no one should be voting because of that. One but of my favorite time, jury speeches. It's very difficult not to. Yeah, one of my favorite jury speeches is because of a bitter jury. 
I'm so excited for it. <laughs> many, many years from now. All right. So shall we do some birthdays? Oh, who are you voting? For? Who are you, who's your sole survivor? Probably Colby. Yeah. 100% Colby. You should have won season two. <laughs> so no birthdays on July 17th. On July 18th, happy birthday to Victoria Bamonde. Oh, no. Hold on. Uh, that's out of order. On July 18th, happy birthday to Suri Fields from season 12, season 16, season 20, and season 34. And happy birthday to wow. Victoria Bomonde from season 38. On July 19th, happy birthday to Rita Vareos from season 14, Donathan Hurley from season 36, <laughs> and Sydney Siegel from season 41. Lots of birthdays on July 20th. So happy birthday to Hallie Ford from season 30 and season 34. Gavin Whitson from season 38. I'm going out of order again. That's fine. Michael Yerger from season 36. Ah, Michael. I know. Sebastian Knoll from season 36. I liked him also. Yeah. And Erica Kasupinan from season 41. Okay. Uh, July 21st. Uh, happy birthday to Nick Stanbury from season 12, Peter Baggin, Baggenstoss mm-hmm. Stoss from season 32, and Brad Reese from season 41. And then July 22nd, happy birthday to Frank Garrison from season 3. And July 23rd, happy birthday to Tijuana Bradley from season 7. Okay, there we go. And I think that about wraps us. So I'm Hannah. I'm Kylie. And thanks for listening to Back Up for Grabs. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to podcasts. And go ahead and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram, Back Up for Grabs. Twitter, Back Up for Grabs underscore. Or you can email us at backupforgrabspod at gmail.com.